Hello, and welcome to another episode of Go Teach. I'm your host, Val Hill Jackson, and I'm also the principal investigator and co-executive director of Brazos Valley Teach. Today, we're gonna have a lovely conversation on going to college and recruitment. My guest today is Mr. Eric Watson from Texas A&M University. Eric, please share a little bit about yourself. And if you have a story about going to college, share that with us as well. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate it. I think this is a super important uh, opportunity to talk about college and, and recruitment and the processes to get there. Uh, but again, yes, my name is Eric Watson. I'm Associate Director uh, of Recruitment. Uh, for our undergraduate recruitment and outreach department at Texas A&M University, uh, a role that I've recently kind of gone into, and I've uh, been in a couple of different roles, uh, but this is the most recent one. Uh, overall, I've been in recruitment for almost 19 years, going on 20 years with Texas A&M University, mm -hmm. uh, because I definitely love it so much. And this is not what I came to Texas A&M <laughs> University to do, but you just never know what uh, plans will be in store for you. You just kind of mm -hmm. have to wait for those opportunities to kind of open up. Um, uh, funny college story. Um, I would have to say it was definitely during my process, uh, which I like to tell students that I did very backwards. And if I had myself to go back and talk to then I would tell myself things completely different. Okay. Um, but, you know, I was one of those students that applied late and uh, because I just wasn't really paying attention. And although people were telling me what I needed to do, it wasn't maybe it wasn't a priority. And so you know, I stumbled through the process. I managed to get my application in at the very last minute and I wrote an essay and I wish I could find it because I want to know what I said <laughs> in that college essay, you know, and I was really worried that, oh no, Texas A&M is not going to accept me, mm. you know, partly because I was so late in the process. Yeah. Um, but they did. Mm. Um, and they said, Eric, you're admitted, but you have to come to summer school. Right. And uh, summer school to a high school student has kind of a negative connotation sometimes. And, but I found that to be the best thing ever to kind of ease me into the university and get me acclimated to how things work at the school and, and start to meet individuals mm -hmm. uh, and meet some of the classmates that I, that I still know to this very day. So it, it was funny to me to, to look back on that process to say, I was the students that I work with today with maybe not knowing or not really putting a lot of priority and, and emphasis into the application process, um, but I'm happy that I am where I am today and that I am a, a testament to uh, maybe I did things not the right way, but here I am today. Uh, I've graduated from the institution. I do have a master's degree, and and now I'm back kind of paying it forward mm. to all those that helped me along the way in this process as well. Mm. You know, uh, the process of going to college is quite daunting right, for a lot of folks. And I think for a lot of kids who come from privileged backgrounds, um, they get support in navigating that process. Mm -hmm. uh, what adversities do you think may be ahead for some of the students who are thinking, well, there's no place for me? And how can they think about sort of, you know, overcoming those obstacles? Yeah, so, you know, a lot of the, the barriers that students might face you know, one of them is just going through this process mm -hmm. and being really terrified of making a mistake and not putting their best foot forward and, and worrying about will the institution that I've applied to accept me? Right. Um, or am I prepared enough academically? Am I, quote unquote, smart enough to mm. be at the school? So there is a big imposter syndrome. Do I even belong? Right on that campus, mm -hmm. do I, will I ever, will I fit in? So these are some things that students might think about when they're going through the process itself. Um, we still have 
you know, access issues and students who may not come from privileged backgrounds, you know, may not have the access to technology to apply to technology to study and prepare for uh, the SAT or ACT. Um, they may not have the ability to explore the colleges that they want to. You know, their families will take their children all across the country to visit colleges and universities. Well, there are a lot of students that can't do that. Mm -hmm. If they aren't getting connected to a school that is very close to them where they can, you know, drive a few miles or take the bus to get to, they may never get that opportunity, especially if their school isn't taking them on those campus trips and things like that and exposing them to these different types of opportunities. So we're still kind of navigating barriers to some students that may not have the access. Um, and we're still dealing with students who may, you know, feel like, is this worth it? You know, mm -hmm. is it worth my time? It definitely is it worth the money that I'm gonna put into it. Um, and they're not necessarily seeing the overall opportunities that, uh, that going to college and pursuing higher education opportunities can bring to them mm -hmm. um, because it's so far out to look. Right. You know, maybe looking 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road when a lot of students just kind of live day by day or month by month. Mm -hmm. And they're just worried about the next thing that's coming up in front of them, but they're not being able to see the goal and the vision that might be laying out in front of them that maybe years down the road. Is a degree still worth it, Eric? I would say yes. Mm. Um, one, definitely for the academic component um, to help you think critically uh, as it pertains to the field that you're interested in and what you want to go into. Um, but the other thing I believe is just being a part of that college environment. In addition to that degree, all the different uh, opportunities that you're going to be exposed to that you might not get a chance to be exposed to if, if you you know, may not seek out higher education opportunities. And and those can come at a, at an opportunity for a student that go, wants to go to a community college. Right. doesn't always have to be a university, but mm -hmm. they're taking this opportunity to understand a little bit more about themselves mm -hmm. and what they can tolerate and what they have to work on and what they may not realize that they are actually capable of doing um, and the interactions, connections that they will make in college and how they will just mature um, because that with going to college definitely comes that next level of responsibility. Right. You're trying to become an adult. And a lot of students want to be an adult very, very early in their teenage years. <laughs> but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And I think college gives students that opportunity to grow up mm -hmm. a little bit more. They're going to face challenges that they're going to have to overcome. Um, and in doing so, they're growing up and maybe not even realizing it. Um, and that happens as soon as mom and dad drop them off on those front steps of the institution and they leave and like, all right, you're on your own now. You have to figure it out. You have to make decisions. You're going to make some bad decisions, but you're going to learn from those decisions. And I think being in college allow students to grow up and experience things that are going to help them later on in life. Gotcha. Listen, I read an interesting article about a week ago that spoke to um, the college aspirations of Generation Z. And these are kiddos who are in high school and middle school right now who are thinking about, well, I don't want to go to college. I'm going to go right into the workforce. What do you say to that student who's thinking that mm, it's not for me? Well, I, I, there's always been a thing that college is not for everybody. Okay. Um, I still believe in College provides you with opportunities that you may not necessarily get if you choose not to go. Okay. Um, there is still value in having that piece of paper attached, you know, to your to your name mm -hmm. um, that you definitely put in the effort and that you receive some training. Um, and, you know, a bachelor's degree still provides you with more uh, opportunity financially than having a high school diploma. 
Um, a master's degree might provide you more opportunities than having a bachelor's degree. So depending on what it is you want to do, you may have to continue to educate yourself. Um, students that I've worked with in the past that have taken, I would say, gap years and we're just going to work, um, they realize very quickly that is a very hard thing to do because you know, they they may still be staying at home and they're 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 juggling a lot of different things and they're they're having to become a real adult very, very quickly without being in a setting that might train them right. and, and prepare them a little bit more to take on a lot of those adult uh challenges that they might actually face. So if you do try this opportunity of just going straight to work, is there an opportunity for you to continue to get more training if you're interested in whatever it is that you're doing? Yes. Yes. You know. And that's very important that you do that, that you don't just stop and get complacent with what you're currently doing, that you're always looking for an opportunity to elevate yourself. And in some cases, that might require you to get some sort of a degree to get to that next level. Yes, absolutely. For all our, our young people out there who are listening, the idea of getting those additional workforce credentials, yes, as well as uh, an additional degree. I, I'm of the mindset that the paycheck isn't everything. Uh, we need to get involved in the kind of uh, work experiences that are going to add value to our life. And mm -hmm. sometimes we need to have those credentials and, and those degrees to do that kind of work. I want to talk uh, about uh, right now a little bit about the, the kinds of support that your office uh, provides for that prospective college student. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So we're in the middle of the application process right now for those who are, uh, are planning to come in for the fall of 2023. And they are in the application process. They are working on the applications. They're writing essays. They're doing their FAFSAs. They're doing TASFAs. Um, they're doing scholarship applications. They're taking SAT and ACT exams. They're still visiting colleges. They're going to college. For, there's a whole lot of things that are taking place right now for a senior that's right. in high school, right? For a lot of students, that can be extremely overwhelming when you add that on top of everything else that you're doing, regular schoolwork, AP classes, working, mm -hmm. doing extracurricular activities. And so some students definitely need that extra support to kind of help them along in the process, um, make sure that they're staying on track with everything. And so, you know, we have uh, dedicated recruiters and regional uh, recruitment teams that are out in the cities that have territories across the state okay. um, here locally, Bryan College Station, and their sole purpose is to assist students in this process. Um, one, to recruit them and encourage them and have them think about coming to Texas A&M University, but also to get them through that process and, and um, helping them understand that it's not a good idea to procrastinate mm -hmm. in getting the things in that you need to submit to have a complete application so that way you can be considered for admission. Um, and also to help them understand exactly once that process is done, all right, what happens next? You know, the decision is going to be made and what type of decision is it that you might receive and helping them understand those different uh, options that might come out of that decision-making process. So that way they can have those conversations with mom and dad right. and, uh, and make that solid determination eventually, yes, I'm going to go to A&M or I may have to go to Blinn first, which is perfectly fine to be able to do that. Or, you know, maybe what I want to do isn't really here in this area. I right. have to go to another institution mm -hmm. um, to get that degree that I want to, you know, but they are getting advised, you know, not just from from our team as well, but also from their high school counselors mm -hmm. that are walking them through this process, too. And so it's very important that students surround themselves with enough people that can kind of monitor and guide them through the process. If you want to do it on your own, that's perfectly fine. Right. But you need to know exactly everything that you have to do. And for some students, that is extremely overwhelming. Mm -hmm. 
to the point where if they've wasted too much time and we get close to deadlines, it is just way too much to have to deal with. And right. some students just kind of like throw their hands up like, nope, this mm -hmm. is not, I'm not doing this right now. I'll think about doing it later on. But they'd be missing out on tremendous opportunities. Um, but for the simple fact of all the process that they have to go through, it just wasn't something that they wanted to go through at that particular time. Mm. I hope our, our young people out there as early as uh, middle school, maybe even as early as kindergarten are thinking about going to college. But I want the the junior student to hear what we, we have to say today mm -hmm. and that senior. So here we are in early October and you are a junior or a senior. What is it that you need to be focused on if your aspirations are going to college? Well, right now, I mean, for the juniors, it's Watch what the seniors are doing. <laughs> do what they do or don't do what they do. Right. Um, start to prepare yourself. This is your opportunity to go do those college visits mm -hmm. and to start looking at the application, to start looking at the different types of scholarship opportunities that you may be able to apply for. Um, it's never too early to really start that process. And come spring semester of your junior year, there will be some things that you will start working on for the application mm -hmm. process. This is your time to get your your college visits in either this fall and like spring or definitely during the summertime because when you become a senior it, that is a there's a lot of things that's going on in senior year and those opportunities may not be readily available sure students just don't have time mm -hmm. to do a lot of stuff during their senior year so that junior year is is the the prepping i got you and, and that started ninth grade year 10th grade year with the research and looking at your major what you're interested in asking some questions um working and enhancing your overall um uh application as mm -hmm. far as your your extracurricular activities what do you do what are you involved in and that plan is really starting to take shape your junior year you have to kind of continue to think about it right senior year it's the execution of that plan all this planning that you've done now you have to put it into practice gotcha. and so you know when you have to apply you know when the deadlines are you know when everything is uh is due um and you've been working towards this process till right now, which is we're kind of in the middle of the process. Mm -hmm. We're we're a few months away and we're done mm -hmm. with this next class of students. December 1st is the admissions deadline for AM. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're already two months away from that process being so it's over not with. too late. It is not too late, mm -hmm. but we're at the middle. Okay. Um and uh and then once we get into November, you know, it's it becomes plainly clear for sure if students are going to be able to get through this process mm -hmm. um or or not. Um, you know, so for seniors, it is it is really high impact time frame right now because they're applying not just to Texas State University, but they're applying to schools all over the state right. and all over the country. Mm -hmm. Institutions have different deadlines. They've got early action deadlines, early decision deadlines, regular deadlines, housing deadlines. And if you're not the one that keeps all this stuff in order and if your organizational skills aren't the best, this can be another very overwhelming time frame, mm -hmm. you know, in your life at you know, 17, 18 years old to try to have to do all this right. and do it on your own, mm -hmm. and, you know, which some students would prefer to do. Those that get the help there, they know exactly when things are due because there's somebody kind of keeping an eye on making sure that they're doing the right things. But it's a very busy time frame and it doesn't stop. Spring mm -hmm. semester, you're looking at those decisions. You're looking at your financial aid and scholarship packages. You're you're solidifying your housing. And, and that goes all the way through May. And then at that point, now you're starting to begin that transition, mm -hmm. you know, to the institution that you're going to go to saying your goodbyes, moving into your dorms and apartments and and beginning that next phase in your life. 
The exciting phase. The for exciting sure. phase. Absolutely. Yes. So right now it's crunch time. We have a college application deadline right around the corner, early December. Now I want to speak to those folks who are in the prep phase, right? The the freshmen, the sophomores, the juniors. There, there's a lot of homework you said that they need to do. Mm -hmm. And if for those who may have their sights on state schools around the state of Texas or even Texas A&M, uh, they need to know that they can go and visit and find out and explore all the different programs and options. You got a great lineup of um, opportunities if folks want to come to our campus. You want to talk about that? Sure. What you all do? Uh, we do so much. I think what's important to know is that most institutions, they're not off limits. Mm -hmm. Whenever you want to go and visit, you find a way to get on that campus. Okay. Even if it's just to walk around, just kind of get the feel of what it's actually like, right? If you're fortunate enough to be a part of a, a program that is dealing with outreach, and we have some of those opportunities um, with our community outreach and inclusion team, and we can start you as early as middle school if mm -hmm. you qualify for those programs. And it's really starting to expose you to what higher education is. And it's not just the student, it's the entire family. What is that whole aspect look like for the family? But as you're thinking about the colleges and schools and you might want to go, this is the time, those are the times when you start asking questions. You start talking to your high school counselors about what you're interested in. Um, or, hey, what types of majors do these types of careers? Okay. Because um, maybe they don't know it. They just, they know I want to do this, but they don't know what I'm supposed How to, to get be there. when I get into mm -hmm. college, mm -hmm. right? And so it's those very early types of questions that are very innocent questions that mm -hmm. students are trying to um that want to ask, but they're not exactly sure how to. Um, but if you can get on a campus and you can walk around and you can go to an open house, you know, we have Aggieland Saturday in February and it's it's coming around again and we're planning for it right now because we know we're expecting, you know, over 10,000 visitors to come to Texas A&M and they're coming as, as early as elementary school and, and transfer students and professional school students that are coming to visit the institution. So you want to be able to look for those opportunities uh, wherever institution that you're looking for, they have these open opportunities. Right. They have them throughout the school year. They have multiple preview days that you can go and visit. Um, a lot of students don't realize that you have excused absences in your high school to go and do college visits. Mm -hmm. So take advantage of doing that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're connected with an institution, you may get an invitation to go on a campus trip, a bus trip, a free bus trip to uh, visit campuses and maybe spend an overnight experience, but you're getting a chance to be exposed to all those different things or a summer camp that may have you on campus for three, four or five days, an entire week wow. where you're immersing yourself in a major that you're interested in. And we have those programs at AM and the College of Architecture and some programs in the College of Engineering and um, you know, the College of Veterinary Medicine has open houses and enrichment camps. And, and so these are really great opportunities to start those conversations and hopefully to pique that interest. And, and what I would say to the parents out there is if your child is latching onto something and they're really, really interested in it, find ways to nurture mm. that interest mm -hmm. because you don't want that to burn out mm -hmm. at some point. And, and it, when kids are growing up and they're coming up through elementary school and middle school, they, they know what they want to do. They all, I want to be this, I want to be this, I want to be this. And then somewhere along the lines, that starts to phase out. And yeah. when they get into high school, it's like, well, I don't know what I want to do anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe that's because they weren't put in front of opportunities to kind of help them, you know, um, be exposed to those interests and, and help them see if this is what you want to do for a good portion of your life or do you want to start focusing on something else. So there are things that parents can do to help with that process as well as just encourage 
um, and and provide uh, opportunities for the students to be exposed to that. And we know that's that's not always easy, and some parents can't do that. Right. But if they will reach out to a local institution that and ask, hey, do you have opportunities that my child might be able to get involved in? They're probably going to be surprised at how many things oh, there yeah. actually are. Oh yeah. Um, and all they had to do was just ask, mm -hmm. and and they'll see the doors come wide open for that. Mm. Sounds like eighteen-year-old Eric could have benefited from <laughs> yes. programs like that. Yes. Eighteen-year-old Eric definitely. <laughs> and my myself as well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm thinking about certain students and how they may have their sights on a, a state school around the state of Texas or Texas A&M. Uh, coming to Aggieland can be fantastic. We are a welcoming and affirming place, but there may be some folks out there, some young people who may not feel like it's a place for them. Mm -hmm. um, folks who come from certain backgrounds um, who may not feel as if they'll have a place of belonging. What can you say to that kid who's thinking that way? Sure. Um, it, it is a concern. Uh, it is a concern for a lot of students, um, especially if you have no background, you have no no family history of being a part of the institution, you've never come for a visit, um, or you have uh, your own perspectives and you've heard different stereotypes about the institutions, and so you're a little apprehensive about even considering it. What I would say to that student is you have to get on campus. The thing that helps us sell AM the best is them getting on the campus and walking around and talking to folks and experiencing it because you have to see things. And, you know, I came from an age where there, the Internet was a brand new thing. So but now you can see all these different things on the Internet and you can explore the campuses, but you still have to feel it when you mm -hmm. get to the campus. Mm -hmm. I think if you walk around a campus and you're you'll know as soon as you step foot on a college campus, if this is a place you want to pursue. Right doesn't take very long, right? Mm -hmm. You're looking for certain things. You're, you may be looking for people who look like you. You may be looking to see our just people in general just friendly. Mm -hmm. Is it easy for me to get around? How do, what does the campus look like? Mm -hmm. um, can I see myself here at this institution? And if you can say yes to those things, then it, then it goes to the next step. All right, I'm at least going to submit an application right. to that process. But when you're trying to start connecting, that may be taking a, a deeper uh, a level of engagement because you may be looking to be a part of certain groups um, and coming to campus and connecting with people, you might be able to get exposed to those different types of groups. Mm -hmm. um, and that was very important for me as well, coming as a student of color um, to Texas A&M University. I wanted to be around people who look like me. Right. I wanted to be around folks who, you know, maybe from different areas. I'm from Texas, born and raised, probably not ever going anywhere. But I wanted to be around people who maybe from different parts of Texas because mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't always have that. Um, and once I found those individuals and knew that they existed here at Texas A&M, it made it much more easy for me to say yes, this is a place that I want to go because I know how to get myself connected. I know certain people here. I know people who have come in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I think those are very critical moments in a student's life when they're trying to decide where they want to go. Right. If they don't feel like they fit, there is no way they're going to apply mm. or, or come. Or if they don't investigate it enough, they may show up to campus and decide in the first couple of weeks, this is not what I expected it to be and maybe looking for a way out, which is what a university does not want to happen. Right. We want to retain that student and make sure they're getting connected and, uh, and they're able to use all the resources that are available to them to help them be successful. And sometimes it's hard for that student to come forward and say, I need help with this. I'm not connecting. I haven't met people. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling academically or I'm homesick or I'm all these different things. And, and if 
they are not talking about this openly to somebody, mm-hmm. then it's easy for them to say, all right, I tried it, didn't like it, I'm out. Um, and I'll look for something else later on in life, but that may or may not happen, right? Mm-hmm. So you 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 have to be a part of the community. Anim is definitely very unique. Um, and you you have to be a part of the culture a little bit. You got to try out some things that maybe you're not very used to. Right. But eventually it'll kind of grow on you. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and it did with me as well. Um, and, you know, it was, I, I never thought that I would be at A&M. Um, I never thought I'd be working for A&M as long as I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I truly believe in the product that the institution uh, puts out there. Right. Um, and now I get to be a part of that as well to help students come along that may feel the same way that I did when I was going through the process. And I can tell them, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to help you get connected so that way you know uh, what is available to you here. Mm. Thanks for sharing that, Eric. There is a college home for everyone who wants one. Mm-hmm. All right. Listen, if there is a, a, a family out there or a high school student who wants to learn more, what website can they go to to learn a little bit more about what you all have to offer here at Texas A&M? Sure. Um, so I'll, I'll put out our admissions website at missions.tamu.edu. That's where you can go to learn about the process, the application process, um, explore the different majors, connect with a um, a regional representative that may be in charge of your your school or your area. Um, but I would also venture to ensure students are checking out their intended majors um, and look at those academic programs mm-hmm. and find out, is this program going to line up for what I want to do professionally as a career? Um, and if not, continue to ask the questions, right? Um, so do what you have the ability to do right now, just explore the website and research. And that goes for a student who's in middle school, for somebody who's in ninth grade, 10th grade, for sure. This is your research moment because you want to put that plan into action mm-hmm. come senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, senior year is is really not the time to start thinking about what am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> you need to know. Yeah. Um, and that needed to happen the year before or the years before that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that way you're not wasting time um, and effort. Um still trying to figure things out. Something that I've always told students before is that, you know, this is the plan. This is what you've been working 12 years to get to. Right. And now it's finally here. Have you prepared yourself enough to be ready to make that transition? Because the reality is, is that when you graduate, you don't go back to high school. Mm-mm. It's over. <laughs> you go back, you go back as a visitor and you put on a name badge like everybody else does when they go visit. High school is no longer going to be there. So are you prepared enough to make that transition right. when you walk out of those high school doors and you get your diploma and, and you've graduated in those next few weeks, you're going to be transitioning to the next phase of your life. Have you prepared yourself well enough for that process? And if you can honestly at this point right now, speaking for the seniors and you're like, no, hmm. We need to have a conversation because right. we can get you ready for that transition. So that way it's not so much of a shock when you do um, ultimately, you know, ultimately make it. I teach a hullabaloo class, which is a freshman class at mm-hmm. AM. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest challenge that those students face right now to this very day, study skills, mm-hmm. time management and sleep. Mm. you know mm-hmm. um, and these are things that they probably never really had to think about in high school that much but now they're having to figure it all out on their own, uh, on their own mm-hmm. right um, and so it's it's a beautiful thing to kind of see because you see them changing and growing week by week and they're going to be a completely different person at the end of the semester than they were when they first walked in the door right um, and I say that to say don't be too scared to 
make some mistakes right. or or just be uncertain, right? It should be like a nervous excitement. Yeah, you know? that's life, right? It, it's life. Mm -hmm. it, and this is just the first time you're going to have those experiences, mm -hmm. right? Um, but just embrace them. Figure out who you need to attach, you know, have around you to um, help you through those processes and then go forward and go through it, you know, and, and have no regrets about it as, you know, as well as you're going through it. You want this to be the most one of the most exciting and, and best opportunities that you've had in life mm -hmm. to that particular point. Right. Um, and, and we can find a way to to you know, help that make that possible for you, whether it's a two year institution or a four year or a trade school. Right. There is, like you said, there is a college for everybody if you want to choose to pursue it. I love that. You know, you gave us a lot to think about today. And when I think about 18 year old Eric didn't have all the resources that the kids today have. Right. So anybody that's listening, we have uh, outlined a really great roadmap for e everyone to sort of think about the preparation starts now. If you're in middle school and high school, the preparation starts now. If you want more information, go to admissions.tamu.edu. Thank you, Eric, for your Thank time. Thank you. All right. So I want you all, the, especially those young people out there who are in high school, we want you to go be a, a role model. Go to college, go teach. Thank you.